This is the Mason Vera Pain Show, your go-to lifestyle program, covering everything from technology and gaming to movies, TV shows, and pop culture to the supernatural and beyond. Brought to you from Chicago, USA, with your host, the unabridged millennial, Mason Vera Pain. Live broadcasting has grown in popularity in the past few years. This technology allows people a new way to communicate, which brings the world closer together. Senior product manager from Telestream, Lynn Elliott, explains how streaming is evolving and its benefits. Thanks for joining me, Lynn. Hi, Mason. Thanks for having me. So could you explain to me what is live broadcasting? Yeah, sure. You know, like you watch TV, that's a live broadcast. I work for a company that makes a software called Wirecast, and we allow you to live broadcast over the internet. So live streaming is also a term we use. So live streaming to Facebook or live streaming to a platform such as Twitch or even Twitter, YouTube. That's become super popular, especially now with a lot of events being shut down. People want to move their events virtually. And so live streaming allows you to do that. So live streaming and live broadcasting, it's the same beast. Kind of, yeah. And people use the terms interchangeably. I think broadcasting has traditionally been a term reserved for your cable or satellite or your traditional TV stations. But a lot of people are doing live streams or live broadcasts that are every bit as production-rich and high quality as what you'd find on TV nowadays. And so I think those terms are becoming more and more interchangeable. I can see that. Um, I've been watching, you know, town hall meetings. Now that you can't do them in person, you know, all our mayors and aldermen and politicians end up using like a live broadcast to be able to communicate with Mm -hmm. people in their town hall meetings versus like someone going to a concert and using their cell phone to live stream what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, we have customers that are using Wirecast to live stream church services, product launches, um, all sorts of marketing events and meetings and conferences and that sort of thing. And their their aim is really to try and make it look like a CNN broadcast or make it look like a real TV broadcast. So they are able to add in lots of lower thirds and graphics and play media and have multiple cameras and switch between them. And it's a much more rich and engaging kind of broadcast or stream than has traditionally been live streamed. You know, what I'm saying is I think the quality of the content is becoming much more important now that everybody's doing it. Now, have you noticed that there is a difference between when you first started doing this with uh, Telestream and therefore Wirecast to COVID-19, the pandemic? Has there been such a like a, a change in how live broadcasting is done? We've been in business since 2006, is I think, when we launched Wirecast. So people have been live streaming to the internet for a long time. It's it, This is not new technology. But starting about March 11th of 2020, everybody suddenly had to figure out how to move their events online and move their events to be virtual. And so it's forced this adoption of technology and industries and companies that maybe weren't quite ready for it. But now the cat's out of the bag. And so people are uh, now working on improving the quality of the content. So there's kind of a second wave happening where over the summer and right when everything kind of shut down, there were industries and people at events that were just trying to get their events online. 
And so now the second wave is coming where, okay, they're online now, but now they really want to improve the quality. They're rethinking how to improve the experience for people who are watching their events. And it's been quite a ride for us. We've had a huge increase in our business because of COVID specifically. Now, I get a little bit confused because you see so much with Zoom and, you know, kids mm-hmm. doing remote learning. Some of them may have like um, Meet Now, Zoom or a Duo or even Skype. Mm-hmm. And what's the difference between those kind of programs and things like Wirecast, XSplit, OBS? Right. Yeah, good question. So Zoom is great if you have a small group and you want to interact. So it's, it's great for having a meeting online. And everybody needs to be able to talk or present, or you want to be able to see everybody. But if you have an event, say a product launch, that you want, it's more one-to-many, and you want to broadcast that out to a group of people, and you don't necessarily want the 2,000 people that are watching this to be live mic'd and be able to hear them or even be able to see them, then that's where live streaming software is best. So software like Wirecast or you mentioned OBS or XSplit, those are uh, live streaming software that lets you take a camera or multiple cameras and create a CNN-like broadcast or a TV-like broadcast and put that out onto a platform such as Facebook or YouTube or any live streaming server so that many people can watch it. And then there's also ways with these softwares to interact with with your audience as well through social media. So if you're broadcasting to Facebook, they can, you can incorporate their comments into your broadcast, for example. So the difference is really, you know, small groups for Zoom, where everybody needs to interact versus one-to-many broadcasts where you're trying to get a message out to a, a large group of people in a, in a very high-quality way. Right. I've noticed that, too, where you want to do some kind of, like, marketing event, you'll see them use Wirecast or OBS or something else because they don't really need to have too many people on the screen at one time, and it's more them presenting information to you, the viewers, which there just so happens to be many of us. Exactly. And where Wirecast strength is, is really adding that production, too. They could choose to just take a, a cell phone shot and or a camera and send that to Facebook as their one-to-many broadcast. But a lot of people are trying to improve the quality of what they're putting out there so that it's not just a camera up the nose or a, a cell phone shot of, you know, one camera shot. They're adding production. They can add green screen. They can add graphics, lower thirds. So marketing professional can create an event that looks very high quality rather than a boring FaceTime camera. That's true. You can have a, a three camera event versus having the cell phone where your face is just superimposed in there. It's a big difference. Exactly. Now, when it comes to something like OBS, I know OBS is just, it's free. It's what you see is what you get. What would be the benefits of having Wirecast versus something free like OBS? Yeah, good question. Okay, OBS is great for someone just starting out or somebody who kind of wants to figure out things for themselves. Wirecast has a layered-based interface, which is super intuitive. It's really easy to learn. It allows you to mix in and create these composite shots that are very complex, but create them in an easy and intuitive way. We also have a great support team to help. So that's one thing. OBS, although it's free, it's open source, it's great. There's 
really, if you run into trouble, you're Google searching or you're looking at videos to try and help you out. With Wirecast, we have a, a support team that's professional that you can get on the phone with and figure out the details of what's going on if you need to. Now, for those that are willing to jump into something like Wirecast coming from OBS, what would be some good starter equipment to help you on your journey? So Wirecast works on either a Mac or PC. We also sell a fully turnkey system called Wirecast Gear, which is a Windows-based computer that you can purchase, and it comes fully, it comes loaded with Wirecast on it, Wirecast Pro on it. I would recommend Wirecast Gear if you don't have any equipment already and you're just looking to get started. We have a couple different varieties and levels of Wirecast Gear, and you can check our website at telestream.net slash Wirecast to see those. If you have some equipment on hand and you're looking to kind of cobble together some things, like I said, we're, we work on either Mac or PC. One of the things with live streaming that you want to consider is that it does tax your computer. It does take a lot of processing power. So one thing I would recommend is that you have a at least an i7 processor and ideally a dedicated or discrete graphics card. But we have tech specs on our, our web pages that outline kind of the minimum recommended specs. Is there any type of different wirecasts? like programs, or is it all just one big program that you purchase one time and that's it? Yeah, the way Wirecast works is we have two versions. We have a Wirecast Studio and Wirecast Pro. The costs are $599 for Wirecast Studio and $799 for Wirecast Pro. Wirecast Pro has a couple of additional, more pro-level features, which I can get into if you're interested. But really, the way that our licensing system works is that you purchase the software once, and you own that license. So if you buy Wirecast Pro for $7.99 for one full year, you get support with that. And what support gives you is free updates to any releases that we send out for that full year, and then also access to our professional support team. And it also gives you access to a stock media library that we integrate with. And so you can download thousands of videos and images and audio files from this stock media library free of charge and use them in your projects or any other projects for that matter as part of this one-time cost. So then after your year ends, then you can renew support for $99. And then once you're in this system, once you've purchased your license, then it's just $99 a year in order to keep your support updated. If you choose not to keep your support updated, you can do so and you can still use your license. You just won't be receiving any new software updates and you won't get access to our support or the stock media library. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. How many computers can you put this on? Is it only one license then? Yes, it's one license, uh, licensed for one computer. If I wanted to take it off the computer, I can put it on another one, right? Right. Yeah, you can deactivate your license on your one computer and and activate it on another computer. And the licenses are cross-platform. So even if you purchase a license for Mac, you can use it on a PC as well. Now, when it comes to new features, how do you decide what's a possible fit and what isn't? Well, I listen to our customers a lot. We have a, a very active forum. Our support team is constantly talking to customers, and I'm always talking to customers. I did a, a big campaign this summer, actually, where I was calling hundreds of customers just interviewing them about how they're using Wirecast. So we use a lot of information from our customers on how they're using Wirecast to decide how to prioritize our features that we implement. 
And then also, of course, the market, you know, when COVID hit, suddenly uh, the ability to bring in callers from remote locations became much more important than it probably was before. So we have this feature called Rendezvous, which we decided to put a little bit more emphasis on, add some more features, improve that a little bit right after COVID hit to make that more usable and more user-friendly. And so we'll take information from the market and what's going on as well and, and then you know cross-reference that with what our customers are doing. I love that. You guys are really working hard. Are there things right now that you guys have in the world that we can expect in the future? So we have a release coming out next week, 14.1. I mentioned Rendezvous. Rendezvous is our integrated calling system. And so 14.1 has a new feature in that which allows people to chat behind the scenes. So as a host, hosting remote guests, in my Wirecast, I have this back channel chat. So that's a new feature that's coming out. Also, we have the ability to ISO record any source or any shot. So that's a new feature coming out. That's important if you want to do some post-production editing or, or reproduce your broadcast on a video on demand. And maybe you want to take different camera angles or you can, you can, create isolated recordings of every camera or every shot in your broadcast so that you have a lot of flexibility after your broadcast is streamed for re-editing that in any way you want. And we also have something called SRT, which for broadcasters is important. It's secure, reliable transport. It's a, it's a protocol used for streaming that is low latency and a little bit more secure than RTMP, which is traditionally what live streaming uses as a protocol. 14.1 has a lot more features to it as well. And we're working on 14.2 coming up, which again has a lot of new features, which I can't talk about just yet, but we're adding new things all the time. Well, Lynn, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate you being here. And for those listening, where can they find out more information about Wirecast? Yeah, you can go to our website, which is www.telestream.net slash Wirecast. And from there, you can get all the information about Wirecast and Wirecast gear, our turnkey hardware system. Thanks, Mason. This has been the Mason Vera Payne Show. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to hear more? Head to WGNRadio.com for exclusive content by Mason. Also, follow Mason on Facebook and Twitter at Mason Vera Payne. That's all one word. And don't forget to share the show with your friends.